Welcome to Ray Ellis Sports, Voice America Network's premier sports talk radio, where every fan has a voice. Now here's your host, Ray Ellis. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning all over the world. You're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network and my uh, great host, the number one host, the number one co-host in the world. That's me. That is Fan Man. Hello, everybody. Oh, boy. That's a... That's a <laughs> I'm using a different voice today because I got all my... got my ass kicked too over the Too much helium. Too much helium. <laughs> that's good stuff, baby. Oh, yeah. Welcome, everyone. Uh, here we are again. Uh, you know, not the same place we were last week, but uh, pretty much in the same place we were last week. Uh, Where's that at? Uh, well, nothing's really happening, you know, and that seems to be the story of many times here in the uh, Valley of the Suns, but uh, the Suns, because it's their valley, it's not the Cardinals Valley, but... Uh, it's never been the Cardinals Valley. Great time, but some interest. I had an interesting week, uh, got a chance to spend some time, I think I told you that I would, uh, get a chance to spend some time with some good friends, and uh, it's, you know, it's a lot different when you're around owners when you're a former player as opposed to when you're a current player. So, in other words, you went to the owner's meeting here in Phoenix? Uh, yeah, I spent some time there. Really? Uh, and you didn't yeah. invite me? Well, I invited you. You didn't yeah. show up. No, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I was, I, then you, you got the invitation. Right? I had other plans. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. More important. You know, more important, you know. Yeah. I'm just not on the A-list, you know. <laughs> not yet. You will be. But uh, I hope to get there. But, no, that, that's some uh, interesting stuff I'd like to talk about a little bit later in the show. And, of course, we... uh. Want to look at what's happening? You know, we're getting closer to the draft, and uh, as you get closer to the draft, you know, there's uh, speculation about, you know, what people will do with their picks if if they'll stay sit, if they'll make some changes. Uh, you know, if somebody's on the board, do you take that person? Do you take? Uh, do you go for need? Do you go by talent? Uh, do you go by position? Uh, do you go by what you might get for that pick? Uh, you know, and all those things we have to take into consideration. And then, of course. You know, uh, we talked about uh, Matt, who uh, continues to be under the radar. And the closer we get to that uh, to the season, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Matt's not only going to be under my radar, but it looks like Matt is going to be under the radar of the entire you state know, of Arizona. Not only the state of Arizona, yeah, the Arizona, the NFL and the world, because uh, we're opening up on Monday Night Football. That's right. They came out with that. That's right. And Can so, you believe the Cardinals are going to open Monday Night Football? That's unbelievable. That, that what, is what, not what, unbelievable. What is that about? Well, certainly what that tells you is that uh, well, when, but, when yeah. you look at the NFL and you look at the talent that's out there and you look at what they perceive as, uh, you know, a team who's, uh, has the potential to perhaps maybe be, you know, a team to be in the playoffs this year, they think we have that potential. You know what would have been great for Monday Night Football for the opening would have been Chicago and the Cardinals, a replay. Well, now, the last year's Monday night game to kick off the season. They are night. who we thought they were. Oh, they are what they thought they were. <laughs> I know. Well, listen, I listen. Know. No, Denny's gone, and things <laughs> things have changed. And uh, obviously, there are some people who've uh, taken a look at at the Cardinals and think that they have talent. And not only do they have talent, they think that they they have enough well, talent. Let me, let me ask to you a demand. Wait, wait. A national audience. Do you think the Bidwells paid off the NFL to get Monday night for the opening? Because they never. They're lucky if they ever get the Monday night football, let alone the opening night. Well, I mean, who is what? Who's greasing who here? Well, let me just say this. I, I don't think the Bidwells, in terms of their wealth, have, you know, I mean, they're, they're, they're into a group of people who have the same kind of wealth. And so their, their colleagues have just decided that this is the team that deserves, you know, okay, to so, be the first game for Monday Night Football. So in other words, they're saying, give us a chance, please. Please, we can't take this beating anymore from the fans. There's we can't take the beating at, from the there's, NFL. There's too, much, there's too much at risk when you think about the National Football League. You know, what, what, here's what's at risk here. When? Well, win a game. Well, listen, win a game and then another game. 
And that's what they that's what they think this team can do. This team, they everybody, year. listen. If you look at the you Cardinals last year, and yeah. we talked about this, we, now, you, you look at the Cardinals. They may, but but the Cardinals gave a great performance. And the Cardinals, and if losing. you look at the schedule, you'll look and you'll you'll you recap and you'll find out that they weren't blown out of a lot of football games. They were in those football games, and they stood. They, they stand a chance, of, you know, perhaps maybe uh, to win the division. You never, you just never know. But I'll tell you what. I'm gonna be on their side. Win the division. I'm gonna be. This, you, I'm, you know I'm gonna be on their side. You know what, right? I'm not gonna give up on them, you know. But I'm gonna hold them accountable. And and if, if they if they win and they play well, I'll give them credit. If what, they don't, then I won't. What are you smoking? Can I have whatever you have? Because you think they're gonna win the division? Anything is what? possible. Anything is possible. I can't believe they got Monday Night Football. Open Anything night. is possible. I, 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 Let me tell you. Did you think the Saints would do as well as they did last year? Nobody. Nobody, nobody thought the Saints would do as well as they well, did. Well, you know what? They were coming up anyway. They were doing okay. Well, we're coming up. What's coming up? It's coming been, up. Been, wait, this wait, isn't wait. horseshoes. It's not horseshoes. Right. They've been coming up for 20 Close years. Close doesn't count. You, no, you, it's you, since, you since they've been here in the Valley. Well, listen. Now it's listen. time. It's time. It's time. This, and this, they're going to do that. Ray is listen, so Listen, let me tell you a little bit. Let me tell you so a little bit about what went he's, on. He's changing my mind. Can you believe that? Well, that's that's hard <laughs> to do. <laughs> let me tell you a little bit about what went on at the owners' meeting. Yeah, tell us. It was it was interesting. You know, what, I'm gonna tell you what's so interesting about being in that environment. It kind of reminds me of uh, you know some of these shows that you see on TV about these attorneys and how they represent these clients. Mm-hmm. And 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 some of them are obviously prosecutors, and then some of them are you know trying to defend their clients. But uh, when it's all said and done, most of the time the crook goes to jail, mm-hmm. and you know the person who was. Uh, you know, vindicated, they get a chance to, you know, have their, you know, their time and they feel good and they're, they're glad that this person's in jail. So what do you say? But the lawyers get together and they go out and they have drinks, they have dinner and then they have, you know. It's called but, networking. But it, was, but, but it was, it was, it was, it was a very intense environment. You know, that moment, you know, there, there was a, a very competitive moment and they wanted to win and when it was all said and done, then they went and had a couple of drinks together. What, at the owners meeting, it's very similar to that. It's all about it's fun. It's a it, there's a collective group of men and women mm-hmm. that are extremely wealthy, got the best product in the world, except here, and know that everybody wants that product, mm-hmm. and everybody's after that product. You know, I, I talk to them because you know that's what we do here. Mm-hmm. You know, at, at, at the Voice America Network. Well, as a former you know, player, what, 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 when you they know who you are, what, uh, what, what were you talking to them about? Well, you know, it was more. Uh, the, you know, having fun and relaxed. I, I'll say this, you know, it was good for me to see Andy Reid and his wife. Oh, uh, they were there? You know, yeah, cool. to see that, you know, the, the things that they've had going on in their lives, it was good to see them, at least on the surface, they seemed like they were enjoying themselves. Mm-hmm. And I have children, mm-hmm. you know, and so I would never want my children to go through any things, and I wouldn't want to be involved in that. So, as I told him, you know, my prayers were with him and his wife, and, and, I, and I just hoped that, you know, that those things worked out. Did you ask Andy what, uh, what the um, future is for the Eagles and himself? Because I understand they're trying to run, they're trying to run them out of town. Well, you know the thing about it is, you know, Philadelphia is one of those towns again where they want to win a Super Bowl. You know, just like we do here. Mm-hmm. You know, but the thing but about it here, at least we get to the NFC Championship game. At least we get to that level. This team never gets to that. They don't even hit the playoffs okay. on the wild card. Okay. So I, I'm not. Gonna, I, I've talked about that too many times. Okay. I'm not going to talk about the Cardinals in a negative 
fashion today. Well, I'm, I'm okay. going to talk about nice. a little bit about what happened and, and what was going on at the owners. Okay, well, let's and it was a very it, it was a relaxed atmosphere. Okay, well, uh, okay. at this time cocktail reception, you know, dinner, snack. Mm-hmm. But but what was interesting to me is I was a fly on the wall when there were two GMs that were talking. Really, and you picked up. Wow. And, oh yeah, and, and and they were talking about players. Uh, I don't want to mention any particular names, mm-hmm. but they were talking about players, mm-hmm. and they were talking about players being on the board when it's when when it's their turn to draft, mm-hmm. and of course they all got you know. I think everybody's got to pick in the first round this year. I think so. And and so, you know, they were like, wow, would you take him and would you not take him? And it was interesting to hear, you know, who they thought was worthy of, of a first-round pick and, and who wasn't. And I'm going to tell you one thing that really caught my eye was uh, my ears is uh, the guy from the uh, from, from Texas, the defensive end, and I forget his name. Please forgive me. I'll get it to you. You know, but the defensive end for Texas, who I think is an outstanding pass rusher, mm-hmm. you know, didn't think he was worthy of a first round pick. Thought he might go in the second round. Mm-hmm. And why you know? is that? Well, again, um, and let me, I'll, I'll answer is that. He is, is it, this guy that you're talking about is a, uh, isn't he a, a kind of a sack player? Well, you I mean, know, again, that's what he's known for. And, yeah. and, and one thing the GMs did say is that research. And I don't think, well, I think people do know, but. Just imagine if football is all you do all day long. It's your job. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time, um, I think it was Herman Edwards who said, you know, you know, one thing about technology is you can get information overload. So you actually can research so much. You can get so much information on that a you person get, you get that you got, you got too much information. Right. And, and we've, we've all said that in our daily lives. Sometimes that's too much information. Yeah, like sometimes true. you've given me too much information. Yeah. I don't need to know all that. You that's know? right. You don't. And so what happens now is, you know, they've got some things with some players where perhaps maybe they've gotten too much information on these players and it kind of distorts their perception when all they got to visualize and look is does that person play football well, on that, a football field? That, that's the way I look at it. And this particular defensive end in Texas uh, with the University of Texas is so good and so do- dominant that I would look at it and go, look at the way this guy plays. This kid is great. This kid's going to last for you know seven, eight, nine years in the NFL. Uh, he shows his talent on the field. I don't know why the overload comes in. Well, here's 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 the reason why it happens. Why you said too much information? Well. What happens now with technology is you get real-time information. And if something happens to a guy off the field, it's not like, oh, you didn't know about that. Mm. Now they know about those things. And a great deal of time that they spend today, I mean, well, this past week, was also discussing the consequences of the actions of the players off the field because the field. now they That's have right. that information. Well, they have that problem right here in Phoenix right now with a uh, the uh, a tight end or a wide receiver and I don't have his name out of with the Seattle Seahawks and was busted uh, drinking marijuana, um, blah blah blah. And I think his uh, his uh, alcohol content was point two zero or something. Well, you know, and those are things you got to take way, into consideration when you when you make an investment in a player. Uh, let's say you give the guy a signing bonus. You just came to your team. You give a guy a $2 million signing bonus, and next thing mm-hmm. you know, you know this person, because of the kind of character this person has, and you don't do your homework on him, you don't get enough of that information that we have too much of many times, uh, what will happen is uh, it will be a bad character person. And uh, not to say that Pac-Man Jones is a bad character, maybe he hangs out with some bad characters, but mm-hmm. because of that, you're guilty by association, mm-hmm. which means that you could be thrown in and felony charges as they're considering charging, uh, you know, this young man with um, 
it could be the consequences of you just hanging out with with some buddies. Yeah, but he's been he's been doing this for a while. He's he has a track record of DUI and being. Well, that's because you got the information, and that's well, what you're saying. I, I, now, I sometimes just read you, the got too, you got too much information. Well, sometimes you don't have enough information. So, as I said, as me being that fly on the wall, mm-hmm. I was able to really you know listen to some of the things that really concern them. Let, and well, and let, it's just not like the old days where you just draft a guy, look at him on you know how he plays on the mm-hmm. field. And I'm going to talk about this when we come. Stuff. I'm going to talk about this when we come back because I understand we got to take a break. But I'm also going to talk about this test, this Wonderling test that they talk about. Okay. Uh, but first, I want to thank everybody for uh, listening to us. Uh, we've got to take a break. We're going to pay some bills. But you're listening to Ray Ellis on Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network with my host, Fan Man, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Voice America Sports on the Voice America Radio Network. Must be at least 21 years of age to play. Void where prohibited. Where I come from, mate, there's a horse racing event so big, it's dubbed the race that stops a nation. Offices are closed. The streets are quiet. And then it happens. The running of the Melbourne Cup. This first Tuesday in November, the eyes and ears of a nation are on Australia and the world-famous Flemington Racetrack for the Melbourne Cup. And YouBet.com wants to take you and a guest there. All expenses paid. You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com could just be the ticket to this year's Melbourne Cup. A winning ticket like none you've ever cashed before. And all you've got to do for your chance to win is play. Just wager five times with YouBet.com between April the 1st and June the 30th. And you'll automatically be entered to win. New to YouBet.com? Stop on by and we'll give you a free 60-day trial. Nobody gives you more tracks, more features or more ways to enjoy the action. Log on to YouBet.com to play and you could be at Australia's racing event of the year. The Melbourne Cup. You Bet You Fly. See contest info and rules for You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com. Being a winner takes a little more than just skill and a whole lot more than luck. It takes preparation and having a winning attitude. Indy 500 race car driver and motivational speaker, Lynn St. James, brings to the Voice American Network that winning attitude. And the winner's circle with Lynn St. James airs live every Tuesday afternoon at 12 Pacific Time, 3 Eastern, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Lynn will share her views on motorsports and women in sports. Lynn's 30-plus year career as a race car driver has taken her around the world and enabled her to meet winners from all walks of life. Join Lynn and her guest as they offer their insight on what it takes to get into the winner's circle, whatever the challenge may be. If you have a desire to learn what it takes to be a winner from winners, or if you want to share your formula for success, tune into In the Winner's Circle with Lynn St. James every Tuesday afternoon at 12 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Hey kid, over here, inside your radio, name's Ralph, I'm an energy hog. Hey, if you're going to waste energy in your home, I'm going to pig out on it. <laughs> anyway, I got a deal for you. There's this new website called energyhog.org. Forget about it. It teaches kids how to get rid of us energy hogs. So you promise not to log on to energyhog.org, and I promise not to eat your radio. Deal? A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. In the great scheme of things, a minute isn't all that much, unless you happen to have a stroke. All of a sudden, those minutes count. Minutes that could mean losing your ability to talk, move, or walk. Which is why, if you can get help in time, your stroke can be treated. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face. If you experience this, call 911 immediately. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. When I found out my jeans were made using child labor in sweatshops, I wrote a letter to the company saying, reconsider your labor practices. 
A few months later, I get a letter back saying thanks for being a loyal customer, and they included a coupon for a 25% discount on their jeans. So I got smart, wrote letters every day to all the stores that carry the brand, asking them to stop supporting the companies who use child labor in sweatshops. And I just kept getting letters back thanking me for my concerns and more coupons for more discounts on more jeans. So I'm telling my friend about it, and she flips out, saying that between all the letters and coupons, some paper company cut down a small forest, driving off two indigenous tribes, hundreds of endangered animals, killing thousands of plant species, some of which may have contained vaccines for HIV, cancer, and syphilis. Meanwhile, the guys cutting down the trees are 13-year-old kids who will work night and day for months just to save up enough money to buy a pair of jeans made by child labor in sweatshops. Saving the world isn't easy, but saving a life is. Just one pint of blood can save up to three lives. Visit bloodsaves.com to learn more. This public service announcement was brought to you by the Ad Council. You're listening to Voice America Sports on the Voice America Radio Network. You've been listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network, the talk radio show for the football fan. If you would like to join today's conversation, call now. Ray would love to hear from you. The number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. And welcome back, everyone. Uh, you listen to Ray Ellis on Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice American Network, along with my co-host, Fan Man. Fan Man! And uh, it's my understanding, Fan Man, we've got a, a caller on the line. I yeah. believe it's uh, Victor. Vic? How you doing, guys? Great. How you doing there? Hey, Vic. How I'm you doing? Hanging. I'm all right. Great. I understand uh, you're, you're calling in. I, I believe you're a Cardinals fan. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> see, it's a joke right. already. Hey, see, see, Ray, you ask a very simple question to Vic. Are you a Cards fan? And this guy, Vic, starts cracking up. Well, Vic, let me ask you: Are you from? Uh, are you from the Valley? No, I'm not. I'm originally from the New York. I'm okay. from Brooklyn, New York. Okay. Well, being from New yeah. York, uh, are you Jets fans, Giants fan? A Giants fan. Giants fan. Okay. Well, listen. How long you been in the Valley? Uh, this will be 11 years now. Okay, okay, well, so, well that's, okay. that's that's enough time for you to, you know, somewhat develop some type of loyalty to this team. Tell us a little bit what do you think about this team, and uh, and then I've got a question that we ask all of our listeners when they call in. What do you think about them? The Cardinals? Yes. Well, I mean, um, I think right now it, it, it looks good for the new upcoming season. I mean, some of the, the drafts, uh, choices they made, uh, some of the signings that they made, um, it looks like they're trying to make some progress. I mean, everybody's always down on them, you know, but uh, you got to crawl before you can walk, you know. And, and, and it hasn't been for the lack of talent here. You know, they, they've, they've had talent, but it's just a matter of coming together. And getting it to work, so that's that's the way I feel about it. You well, know, and I think you, this year is going to be an hey, exceptional year for him. Hey, Vic, I think you should get a job at the Cardinals. You're you're very good at the spin. <laughs> you're a good PR man. Let me you, ask you. You are this. a PR guy. Now, now you said that they've got to crawl before they can walk. Now, I, yeah, you know, you know what? That's been going on for 18 years. They have to stop crawling and start walking. Well, you, you agree, know, Vic. It, 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 well, in today's time, there's no time for that anymore. In the NFL. It's, you know, what have you done for me lately? And, and the, the three year to four year contracts, that's about it. And sometimes as, as short as two years is all you'll get. And that's from a coach and perhaps maybe even some of the players, you know, they're looking for impact coaches and impact players. So what we've got to look at now is listen, Matt's coming in. This, as I, I always said, Matt's under my radar. I have what's called Ray's radar and my radar is on Matt right now. And so I'm looking for this team to be a playoff team. Now, one thing that was consideration, uh, you know, at least it came up is, you know, what do you do 
if the big guy from uh, from Oklahoma is is on the board when it's time for us to uh, you know. Well, I, I think you got to be there, and, 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 and we got a chance. We got we got to be able to pull the trigger. You know, a lot of times I think that's what's been happening with the Cardinals. I mean, we we've, we've been playing having a wait and see attitude. You know, we've got to be uh, um, proactive rather than reactive. You know what I mean? We we got to go for it. Um, I think this year is going to be really. The breakout year for them. So you're saying to Either. me, uh, so you're saying, Vic, if Adrian Peterson's on the board when we get our pick, you're saying that even though we got Edrin James on our team, <laughs> that we take Peterson. Fan man, fan man. Well, you, you know, know what? I, I, I totally agree that they should take Peterson because Edrin has gotten beat up over the last seven or eight years. And well, he, that changed from a couple weeks ago. No, 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 no. He is beat up. No, they, but he's a great runner, and he still is a great runner. If they had a, an O line, would you agree to that, Vic? If they had an O line that Edrin oh, could I, give them the I edge. Agree. And I agree, and I'm saying if you have if you have some quality, I mean, uh, wait in the wings, Vic. You know, it, um, you can go out then and, and, and if you need be trade and get quality people. You see what I'm saying? I mean, right. you got to if he's there, you got to take him. It, it, you can't pass. I mean, you've been so I guess futile for the last umpteen years. You know, it's about time to start just. Being proactive, just go, just do it. I mean, that's everybody talks like baseball. Uh-huh. Everybody talks about about Steinbrenner and what, you know. But what he does is, I don't care. I'm going to get him. You know what I mean? And then if I have to move him, I can move him because then it's going to help me build up what I have to. Do. And that's the same attitude that we have to have with the Cardinals. Yeah, well, that that attitude has not been there. And when they brought uh, Fat Denny in, Fat Denny came in as an impact coach. Immediately, he's going to change things. And then when they started losing, they started spinning it toward the new stadium to say, "Okay, we got the stadium." Then they brought uh, Edge in. They're figuring, "Okay, we have Edge and the new stadium. Fans are going to come in." They wanted to fill the stadium up. They did, and they still lost. Well, again. I agree with the fact that when Denny came in, they thought they were going to win. He did make some. He, he, they were Denny's aggressive. A good football coach. They were aggressive. They went out and they bought Edge. And now I'm sure when you guys, I wasn't here, but when you guys bought Edge, I was excited. You, you thought that things were going to happen. Yeah, I, you oh, know, as a fan, hey Vic, as a fan, I was excited about that. I saw. So was I. I saw. Hey, holy shit! It's finally going to happen. And guess what? It did. Well, I, I will say this. When you bought Edge in, and then we went out and got Matt, we thought that that... I was that, excited yeah, about that, too. Okay, that added to it. That added to the excitement. But what you got to realize is, again, you got a running back that, again, the warranty had expired on him. And look at Marshall Falk. Marshall... Marshall went out on the high road. Marshall realized, you know what? I can't do they're, this they're anymore. Not, and, they're not, and he said a friend of his told him, listen, look around and see how many 34-year-old running backs there are. Now, Edge is not 34 years old, but regardless, sometimes the engine blows out. Right. If yeah, you get a blowout, you got to realize you got a blowout, and, and that's maybe what we got to do. Well, and see, and then when you, when, you, when you couple that with, you have, the, I'm, I'm going to say, put this, on, put this out there, the three premier receivers in the league. In the league, I mean, we you had know, a good package. Uh, You're right. Um, built in the in the Jerry Rice, uh, um, uh, Terrell Owens mode, Captain Run. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, um, That's a lot of pressure. We should, exactly, but we should be doing. A, I mean. We should have been doing a lot. And then you got Leonard, quarterback. Okay, you know? hey, hey, Vic, when you look at the whole thing, you got the three premier wide receivers in the league. You got a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback out of USC who is, you know, superb athlete, okay? And then they just can't get it done because the O line doesn't protect Leonard and the guy, the poor guy is running for his life. 
Exactly. And, and exactly. I mean, and that's what I'm saying. You know, we have to be able to go out now and get some talent. Do, do you think you they know, do you think they see that or you know because uh, people like us talk show hosts we talk about it you hear it on terrestrial radio you hear it all over the country I mean do they really think that they need that they know what they need that the fans are going to support them on the draft because <laughs> they surely didn't support them in free agency No they didn't they, they uh, were pissed and, and, and I, I don't know uh General manager, general manager, general manager. Uh, so you're talking about uh, Graves. They didn't get rid of Graves because yeah. uh, he yeah. kisses Bidwell's ass. And yeah. and Ken Weisenhunt, when you put him in, here's a guy who was trained by the best, played in the NFL like Ray did. Exactly. He uh, knows what he's doing. He's not stupid. Um, I'm hoping to God that this guy, this coach, can come in here and say, you know what, you stay out of it. We're going to do what we need to do. And if that's done, I think they have a chance of winning and they have a chance of making the playoffs, and I surely believe in that because they do have the talent. But if the Bidwells continue to interfere and Graves continues to interfere, it, it, it's 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 not going to happen. I mean, because I uh, I look at his handling of the Denny Green situation. I mean, mm-hmm. he was wishy-washy. You know, at the end of the well, uh, are you going to get rid of him? Are you going to keep him? Right. Well, I don't know. Maybe, um, you know, yeah, well, we need... Yeah. No, I think the decision was made on that. I think that when they, when you, whenever you see a GM in public, whenever you see a coach in public making a comment about a player, about a situation, you, you really can't say what they say to the media. You can't take that to heart. That's just something that's a, you know, a company line that they've already decided. Here's the way we're going to go. Here's what we're going to say. Here's what we're going to address the media. And then they're going to do what they've already said they're going to do behind closed doors. But see, they would have to go through all this, uh, this stress and pressure from the fan base here in the Valley if, and the NFL if they friggin' won. Well, then, and then the bottom line is, I mean, you've been, I guess, hoodwinking the fans for, I mean, from beginning. Hey, you know, hey, and, hey, and, and every year, uh, at the end of the season, it was all of the coaches and everybody come out, well, we, we didn't do this, we didn't, you know, and, and, and the fans were buying into it. Well, now it's time to just give the fans what you say you're going to do right. and, 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 and go from there. To, to tell you the truth, Vic, I mean, talking to people on the street and bars, just hanging out, talking to people, people are really, really fed up with this team. And I, I you know, and I think this year, this is the year that they got to pull it off. If they don't pull it off this year, it's going to be just absolutely horrendous for them to come back. Um, there, I mean, you, you, I, and I know they have the diehards out there. They're always going to be there, but that's going to end up like it used to be in Sun Devil Stadium, where there's only, you know, fifteen or twenty thousand people with these with these people putting bird uh, bird heads on, running around screaming. And that's exactly where where it's headed. I mean, that's why I said I think we're going to do it this year because this is the make or break year. You well, know, you know, if they we thought, don't do yeah. it, if we don't do it this year, what I'm what I'm saying, uh, we may not win the Super Bowl, but if we can get to the playoffs and and make a good showing in the playoffs, you know, that will say something. Yeah, well, we, I mean, if we just well, that'll bring the uh, fans back, and that'll also bring the future fans, which are kids, young guys, young boys, that'll bring them into the game. But you know, when they hear their fathers complaining constantly or turning off the TV and cursing at the radio because this team is not doing it. Uh, it, it, it actually breaks down and goes down further into the fan base, which are the kids that are coming up that the Cardinals want to grab onto. Exactly. And then they'll be leaking, sneaking away to nighttime again. You know what you I, know, I, I right. going San Diego, here we come, or whatever, you right, know. Right, right. I, you so know, that, I'm a, that's the problem. Yeah, Vic, I'm a, I'm an Eagles fan. And have been one since I've been a child. And, you know, I look at that team, whether they lose or they win, uh, I'm always there for that team. 
Okay, and the fans here in Arizona have been have been it, the deception is is magnificent. It just keeps on going on and on and on with the spin, and they never really put the, a great product on the field. And I, you know, to tell you the truth, I love Matt Leinart. I think he's a great football player. The people that they have brought in the wide receiver core is great, but when it comes to the O line and they can't protect the damn quarterback, who they have a major investment in, and the same with these wide receivers. I don't understand. I mean, from a fan, from a fan's point of view, and I've never played professional football, but Ray has, and Ray knows. He's seen it. I don't know what is wrong with this team. I think a lot of people think this team is cursed. Well, I'll tell you this. You know, one thing that I know for sure you've got to do if you're going to win football games, you've got to score, you've got to have a good offensive line. If you look at any team in the NFL that has won games, you know, they've got to have a good offensive line. And most of the time they've got a couple guys on the offensive line that are all pros. And the offensive line, those are guys that, you know, they normally get a chance to jail together. They play together for a period of years. And when you look at it, they've got all pro running backs. You know, their quarterbacks is throwing for, you know, several thousand yards. You know, they've got an outstanding offensive team. And it starts with that offensive line, you know. And so we have a great quarterback, you know, well, very good quarterback. He has the potential to be great. We've got a great core wide receivers. We've got to get a good running back in there, you know, not a guy who's, you know, his days have passed him. And we've got to get that offensive line. We've got to put that offensive line together. And I think that's what, uh, you know, Ken is going to focus on. Ken also said some things I, I read earlier that he, uh, said some things about his, uh, you know, about his defensive coordinator. We'll talk about that when we get back. Hey, Vic, if you got, a, if you got a moment, hold on. Uh, as we always do, we've got to pay some bills. Uh, you're listening to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network with my host, Fan Man. And we'll be right back. You're listening to Voice America Sports on the Voice America Radio Network. Must be at least 21 years of age to play. Void where prohibited. Where I come from, mate, there's a horse racing event so big, it's dubbed the race that stops a nation. Offices are closed. The streets are quiet. And then it happens. The running of the Melbourne Cup. This first Tuesday in November, the eyes and ears of a nation are Australia and the world-famous Flemington Racetrack for the Melbourne Cup. And YouBet.com wants to take you and a guest there. All expenses paid. You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com could just be the ticket to this year's Melbourne Cup. A winning ticket like none you've ever cashed before. And all you've got to do for your chance to win is play. Just wager five times with YouBet.com between April the 1st and June the 30th. And you'll automatically be entered to win. New to YouBet.com? Stop on by and we'll give you a free 60-day trial. Nobody gives you more tracks, more features or more ways to enjoy the action. Log on to YouBet.com to play and you could be at Australia's racing event of the year. The Melbourne Cup. You Bet You Fly. See contest info and rules for You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com. Being a winner takes a little more than just skill and a whole lot more than luck. It takes preparation and having a winning attitude. Indy 500 race car driver and motivational speaker, Lynn St. James, brings to the Voice American Network that winning attitude. And the Winner Circle with Lynn St. James airs live every Tuesday afternoon at 12 Pacific Time, 3 Eastern, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Lynn will share her views on motorsports and women in sports. Lynn's 30-plus year career as a race car driver has taken her around the world and enabled her to meet winners from all walks of life. Join Lynn and her guest as they offer their insight on what it takes to get into the winner's circle, whatever the challenge may be. If you have a desire to learn what it takes to be a winner from winners, or if you want to share your formula for success, tune into In the Winner's Circle with Lynn St. James every Tuesday afternoon at 12 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Hey, kid, over here, inside your radio. Name's Ralph. I'm an energy hog. Hey, if you're going to waste energy in your home, I'm going to pig out on it. <laughs> anyway, I got a deal for you. There's this new website called energyhog.org. Forget about it. It teaches kids how to get rid of us energy hogs. So you promise not to log on to energyhog.org, and I promise not to eat your radio. Deal? A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. In the great scheme of things, a minute isn't all that much, unless you happen to have a stroke. All of a sudden, those minutes count. Minutes that could mean losing your ability to talk, move, or walk. Which is why, if you can get help in time, your stroke can be treated. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face. If you experience this, call 911 immediately. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. When I found out my jeans were made using child labor in sweatshops, I wrote a letter to the company saying, reconsider your labor practices. A few months later, I get a letter back saying thanks for being a loyal customer, and they included a coupon for a 25% discount on their jeans. So I got smart, wrote letters every day to all the stores that carry the brand, asking them to stop supporting the companies who use child labor in sweatshops. And I just kept getting letters back thanking me for my concerns and more coupons for more discounts on more jeans. So I'm telling my friend about it, and she flips out, saying that between all the letters and coupons, some paper company cut down a small forest, driving off two indigenous tribes, hundreds of endangered animals, killing thousands of plant species, some of which may have contained vaccines for HIV, cancer, and syphilis. Meanwhile, the guys cutting down the trees are 13-year-old kids who will work night and day for months just to save up enough money to buy a pair of jeans made by child labor in sweatshops. Saving the world isn't easy, but saving a life is. Just one pint of blood can save up to three lives. Visit bloodsaves.com to learn more. This public service announcement was brought to you by the Ad Council. You're listening to Voice America Sports on the Voice America Radio Network. You've been listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network, the talk radio show for the football fan. If you would like to join today's conversation, call now. Ray would love to hear from you. The number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. And we're back. I'd like to thank you all for for tuning in. Listen to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network with my host, Fan Man. And, Hello. Uh, and we've got a, uh, a guy who's been, um, you know, a Cardinals fan for about 10 or 11 years, even though he doesn't want to admit to it. But, but Vic's still okay. with us. Vic, you're still with us. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Yeah. Now, let me just ask a question. Uh, it, it looks like, um, you know, Weinhund has said that he's also going to, uh, he's going to turn the defense over to his, uh, defensive coordinator. I think his name's Pendergrass. I think it's mm-hmm. Clancy name. Pendergrass. Yeah. And I, I, and I think he has a, a few <clears throat> tricks up his sleeve. He's, he's certainly going to let him be ex- experimental. You know, so what would you guys like to see out of the defense? Uh, Vic, what would you like to see? What kind of defense would you like to see? Well, I mean, I, I I'd like to see a, a lot of blitzing. You know, I, we, we can go, we can go Chicago style. You know, um, Pressure on the quarterback. Our biggest thing, you know, with our defense is, I mean, it's like we just lay down and let people run all over us. We, we've got some, some, some good, uh, uh, cover corners. You know, um, let them do their jobs. You know, if we can put some pressure on the quarterback, if we can rush, I mean, you know, if we can just do some, have some blitzes, you know, and, 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 and just shake up things. 
Well, I, I mean, agree. I think that would make a big difference. I agree with you. You know, I think one thing that we need to do, you know, uh, as you look at the Arizona Cardinals, we need to be more aggressive. We we need to be aggressive on on defense in particular, and uh, and not let you know the offense dictate what happens, but make them have to respond to what we're doing. Well, you know, like they always say, defense wins games. And also, the other thing that we have missed here is special teams. Special teams yeah. wins games too, and the special teams on the Cardinals absolutely suck. Well, we've got to get better. Well, 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 you know, for a while, you guys had an all-pro kicker, and, uh, you know, you know, Denny just, uh, got rid of him. Well, he, he should have gotten rid of him. You know, okay. he, he, he didn't get rid of him because he should have got rid of him in the, in the, what, Chicago game? He missed a kick, didn't he, in the Chicago? Yeah, we in a couple games, he mixed some kicks that would have won the game. And, uh, we didn't put that kind of pressure. But listen, I think what we're going to do, this year is we're going to put that kind of pressure on guys from the very beginning. And I agree with you. Special teams is it. And we've got a good special teams re, uh, returner. Walters is, is, is good. Yeah, he's good. He, he, he does a good job returning punts. And I, I, and I think but we're see, going to one of the things that you, you, the way you have to think about with the Cardinals when you watch them is that as the guy who has the ball, who's the kick return, kick returner is running down the field, it's called the other players have to block the other team. <laughs> Is, is that right, Vic? Am I smoking you, too much you, marijuana I mean, here? I'm laughing because you hit that on the head. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like we, we, uh, we're afraid to even make a pass, you know. Yeah. And, and he's running back. I mean, if, if you go back and look at our track record, the past few years, we've had exceptional uh, uh, kick returners. Yes. You know, but the thing was, as the season wore on, they got beat up so much. Yes, they did. That they really stopped returning the ball. Right. They couldn't return the ball because they didn't have the people in place to make sure that the guy could get up at least to the 30-yard line or 35-yard line. And he always ends up in the 18 or the 12, and they're always set back. And it just, for some reason, they can't get that together. They can't get down the field. I mean, you've watched all the other NFL teams, and I sit there and go, God, I hope the Cardinals are watching this game. Well, you're talking about field position. And one thing that Wisehunt did talk about, and I have to give him credit for this because I thought about it a little bit because he talked about depth. Now, when you talk about depth on a football team, your depth usually, their responsibility has to do with special teams. So if yeah. you've got good special teams players, then perhaps maybe on your kickoff return, and your punt return teams, you can get better field position because it's all a game of chess. It's all about field yeah, position. Yeah, but they never they never do that, right? Well, well, that's what he's maybe that's what he's considering when he talks about his depth. Not only is his depth going to challenge his starters, mm-hmm. and and hopefully they'll improve. Now, one thing about depth, I will say this because I thought about this for a long time when he said this. I I can look back at my days of playing. One thing about depth also does when you've got depth on the team, when your first team competes against your second team. And practice, it can be a very competitive practice and they can get better. Mm-hmm. But if the guys on your second team are just average guys and they're just, you know, taking up, you know, a salary, mm-hmm. then maybe there's no competition in practice and they always say you play like you practice. So maybe he's trying to accomplish that through, you know, the backup well, guy. You know what? That's been well, going well, on. Ray, let me ask you a question. Um, when you played, or did, did you feel like, uh, uh, the psychology, uh, played a big factor in the game also? Well, you know, psychology is is normally for a guy like myself, you know, playing the secondary. You know, I'm using psychology, you know, on the opposing team, and 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 most of the time, I, I'm in their head by my physical play. You know, right, so right. yeah, so yeah, psychology always when you're playing football, you know, if somebody hits you, 
<laughs> you know, if you've seen somebody the way they play the game and, and you're consciously thinking about that and, and football, again, is a game that's played by fractions of seconds. And if you take your eye off the ball for a fraction of a second, you're probably not going to catch it. Ray, I think, in fact, you might agree with me. Maybe Ray should be a coach over at the Cardinals. No, I, I, no, I, I, I enjoy mean, my he, job. He, yeah, but he came out of Philadelphia with the Eagles. He came out. You know what? It's, it's one thing when you look at the teams back east. These guys, I mean, the fan base is so hungry. Oh. They're always, and you're in New York. What, Giants, always. Jets? Yeah, exactly. he's a Giants fan. You're a Giants but fan. I, I am a, actually, I, I am a closet Eagles fan. Though. Okay, you're a closet <laughs> Eagles fan? Okay. Yeah. Man, we got another closet guy <laughs> here. Closet guy here. Anyway, you know what, Vic, when you look at it and you see the Giants and Eagles go at it and they, and the fans are just absolutely nuts. The teams are so pumped up to win the game. They don't have that here. They well, don't have you know that what? attitude. No. But let me say this, guys, you know, and, and this is true. And you played there. This you is know. true. On the East Coast, when you play football, as opposed to on the West Coast, you know, there, there's a, there's a different brand of football. There's a physical brand of football on the East, and many times it's because of the climate, and that you don't, you don't pass the ball as much as you have to run the ball. And if you're running the ball, most of the time it has to be real physical in order for you to, you know, you gotta hit somebody, you gotta move, you gotta push. Out here, it's more of a finesse game, and people mm-hmm. always think of the West Coast teams as a finesse team, as passing teams. Yeah, and so that uh, that's the men- so that's okay, the mentality okay. of these. That's why you, right. you got the West Coast offense. Offense. So, hey, Vic. So, based on you being a fan with Wise and Hunt, what they call them, Wiz now, that they all have these nicknames. Right. So, Wiz came in from the Steelers. He brought in uh, the offense, uh, the offensive. Uh, uh, coach uh, Russ Grimm and some of his his uh, core cohorts around the NFL. His, his buddies, his, his buddies. buddies. You think that they're going to bring that East Coast mentality to the Cardinals? Because the yes. Cardinals used to be an East Coast team, yes. if you recall. Right. No, right. they, they well, they were in the East Coast division, but they're uh, Midwest. But, but I, I think he can. I think he will. You know, because of the, the the. I mean, when you think of Russ Grimm and you think of the Hogs, right? You know, that's East Coast. That's the Reds, exactly. Redskins. You know, um, uh, Wooden Hunt, you know, Chicago, you New know, York. you think it's, yeah. that, so that's, I, I think it's gonna start to permeate out here because I, it's just a matter of, it's not like you have to go out and reinvent the wheel. It's already there. You just have to, you know, put the lug nuts on and let it go. Well, you know, you know what, Vic, when you look at Fat Denny, there he is with the Vikings. He was very successful. He comes in here and gets his ass I kicked out of town. calling him Fat Denny. You know that. Well, that's what the fans call him. They call him Fat Denny. I resent well, that. Well, they that's got him. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know. I, I, to me, I think Denny. Denny got caught up in the. In. In. in I mean, and you have to have an ego. You know what? I, I think he got caught up in that. You know, he. He. He got caught up in. Well, let me say this. Wait. 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 Did he get caught up in Vic? He said uh, he got uh, caught uh, up in his, in, with his in ego. Ego centricity. Well, know, what he, do you mean? He had that. Well, ego took over. When he, I mean, he had that in Minnesota. He was. He was he, the he king had there. It in Minnesota, but I mean, he had it in check because of the. The personnel that he had around him, you know, when he came here with nobody, anything around him that could really help him. I mean, it basically all fell on him. So then he just decided, well, uh, I'm going to do it all. Well, you know, and, and he started making rash, bad decisions. Well, you, you, well, Vic, you know, it's difficult to build a team from scratch. In the NFL, it's very difficult to build a team from yeah, scratch. Yeah, but this team has always been been being built from scratch. Right, but it's it, that's why I said it's difficult. But why, do you, why do you take the job then? But think, but think about it now. We finally have a chance that perhaps because we all we have a couple assets here already. So now right. if we can build on these assets that were put in place by, by somebody, Denny Green, by Denny Green, and and, if, and now if Wise and Hunt makes a couple wise choices in the draft mm-hmm. this year, then perhaps maybe we have more assets 
and we can build on those assets. And I, I truly believe that we really could be in it. And, and by the way, Vic, before it's too late, you know, I've got to pose a question to you that we pose to all of our listeners. Uh, it's, it's like this we need to know. Looking at the Cardinals and understanding the fact that we have home field advantage in the 2008 Super Bowl, from your perspective, do you think that we'll hold on to that home field advantage, making it to the playoffs, and actually play in that Super Bowl? Or do you think we'll lose that home field advantage? And if you think we'll lose it, when in the season or during the season or before the season starts do you think uh, we'll lose it? Uh, right now, I think I'm, I'm looking at – Based on on bringing in and, and changing up and, and and making these changes, like you said, to get to where we added the pieces that Denny's already got there, I'm looking for us to have maybe uh, nine and seven season. You think that gets us into the playoffs? Uh, I'm not sure it does. You know, on the on the West Coast, I'm not sure it does. Okay, but so. I mean that's that's the, that's what I'm looking for a bigger improvement than we had last year. You know, we we come out above board and and and, and stop settling because it seemed like um, that's what happened the last time. You know, last season. Okay, Vic, I got to cut you off there because go I got to say I got to say to you. See, you didn't answer my question because you got to tell me if you think we're going to make it to the playoffs or if you think we're yeah. not. Yes, you think we will? So we'll make it in the playoffs, yeah. and so we'll, 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 we won't make it to the Super Bowl, so we're going to lose home field advantage after our first playoff game, second playoff? Yeah, I, I'd say our second playoff. Second you know, playoff we're going to go deeper than we've gone before. Well, you know what, Vic, I can say this. You are a nice guy. You, <laughs> you, you deserve everything you get when it comes. You're the first one. You're the first one, you know? <laughs> you're, you're the first fan out there. My feeling is, and you know what my feeling is, so I don't have to say it anymore. I already know. Anyway, Vic, yeah. we, we, well, I'm, I'm, see, I'm, I'm giving uh, um, Wiz and, and, and Russ and the rest of the guys the benefit of the doubt. See, they, yeah, they, they already seriously want to come in and, and turn this around. I mean, everybody has that intention, but I can actually see it from these guys. Well, I'm glad you're a positive fan, and I really appreciate you uh, being on the air with us today to give you give us your positive um, outlook on the Arizona Cardinals. Hey, thanks, Vic. Oh, no I'm with you, man. I think we're going to make it. I think we're going to make it to the playoffs. I'm with you. All right, all right, Vic. Thank yeah. you for the call. You're listening to Voice America Sports with the Ray Ellis Show, and of course, Fan Man. And we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Voice America Sports on the Voice America Radio Network. Must be at least 21 years of age to play. Void where prohibited. Where I come from, mate, there's a horse racing event so big, it's dubbed the race that stops a nation. Offices are closed. The streets are quiet. And then it happens. The running of the Melbourne Cup. This first Tuesday in November, the eyes and ears of a nation are Australia and the world-famous Flemington Racetrack for the Melbourne Cup. And YouBet.com wants to take you and a guest there. All expenses paid. You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com could just be the ticket to this year's Melbourne Cup. A winning ticket like none you've ever cashed before. And all you've got to do for your chance to win is play. Just wager five times with YouBet.com between April the 1st and June the 30th. And you'll automatically be entered to win. New to YouBet.com? Stop on by and we'll give you a free 60-day trial. Nobody gives you more tracks, more features or more ways to enjoy the action. Log on to YouBet.com to play and you could be at Australia's racing event of the year. The Melbourne Cup. You Bet You Fly. See contest info and rules for You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com. 
You're listening to Voice America Sports on the Voice America Radio Network. You've been listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network, the talk radio show for the football fan. If you would like to join today's conversation, call now. Ray would love to hear from you. The number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Ray Ellis on Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network with my uh, great co-host, the number one co-host uh, in the world, Fan Man. Yeehaw! Yeah, he's been voted that. Uh, I don't know who voted. They love me. But he's the number the one fans co-host in America, in the world. As That's a right. I tell you the way it is. Fan Man. You know, I think it's because, you know, uh, you know, he, like everyone else, when it's time for somebody to vote, I think he called in and had people all over the all over the world, call in for him. So you know, that's exactly one. like they do in American Idol. Yeah, that's what they're doing. They're call, they're actually voting for the worst guy to win. Well, you know, you know, it's so interesting <laughs> you say that because, and, and this is true. Do you know that the NFL players? Mm-hmm. You know, we used to vote for each other, and they still do it. Vote for each other as to who will be a Pro Bowl player. Now, now think about it. Mm-hmm. If it's somebody that you didn't like on another team, do you think you're going to vote for him? No, no, you're not. You're, you're not. not. So, you know, so really it's not a, a, you know, it's not an honest, you know, view as to who the best player is based upon removing your emotions. They go into there and we make the, we used to make those votes based upon, we, you know, call, we say, hey, don't, don't vote for him. We're trying to get this guy. Don't vote for that. Right, guy. right. Well, generally I think the players, you know, they have their, you know, I like this guy or I don't like this guy, but generally the ones that go are usually pretty damn good. Hey, hey what about Vic though? We finally got somebody from the Valley who thinks that the Cardinals have a chance. Well, you know what? I think Vic is uh, the type of guy, uh, Ray, who is yearning for a winner here. He is been yearning for a winner. Well, that's what here's you the guy. Here, here's the guy who gets all wrapped up in the spin and is rah rah rah. And then by the third game, the poor guy is just crying in his soup. And he's upset. He's pissed off at his family. He's pissed off at the world because they spun him out of control. But he's still coming back. And there's a lot of guys out there like this. A lot of fans are like him. There's no reason in the world why Seattle should be the home of the twelfth man. No reason why in that, the world. Why can't we be the home of the twelfth well, man? Well, you know what? You know why can't you come? Why can when they talk about the most intimidating places to play football? Why didn't don't they mention the valley? Because it's not intimidating. It's the val- Just think about it. you're coming to the valley. Yeah, that, the fans, that sounds the dark fan, and yeah, deep. Yeah, you know, you're coming to, to the, the valley, valley of the sun. Not, don't don't say paradise. Okay. Take, no, paradise. Say paradise. Don't, don't say sun. sun. Don't say sun. Either. Okay, the valley. But yeah. the, you're coming to the valley. They can make that into a promo. You should get paid for that. Let's copyright that right now on the right air. Down. Copyright yeah. Ray Ellis right. yeah. Sports.com. Yeah. Come coming to, to the, the valley. valley. That's right. And you know, you, it's got to be an intimidating. It's the valley thing. of hell. We're going to kick that's your what, ass. And that's what we need. We're going to start there. We're going to get people going. They're coming to the valley. The Listen, valley. You're going to come to the valley. It's no place you want to play. You, you do not want to play in the valley. You know what? It really doesn't. You know, when you talk to Vic and you talk to a lot of different fans, they want to see a winner on the field you can go through statistics players draft this that free agency it goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on but the bottom line here is in any other any other nfl city that is different because they know that this team's going to go out and they're going to shoot for the playoffs a lot of them do make it into the playoffs or get close to the playoffs this team never gets close to the playoffs Man, I'm excited. this team never does anything and you know what if they do it fine but you know excited. what if they start winning if they start winning if 
they will fill out that stadium. People will support the team. The fan base will grow here in the Valley, and that's what they need to do. And if they continue on this path of destruction, which they've been doing, switching coaches out, switching players in and out, most of the players, like we've talked about before, Ray, have gone on to Super Bowl teams. Thomas Jones is a prime example from the Bears. And well, you know what? It, it, it all comes down to that. And Vic is a prime example of this. He wants to see a winner in Phoenix. Listen, I, you know what? Listen, I, I, Period. I, I, you know, I, I read something on AZ Central. And I, I just can't get out of my mind. Because, What's that? You know, it's, 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 it's wise and hunt. And, you know, he's being pretty optimistic. Of course, he's coming in, you know. And one thing we know for sure is he's going to have a football team that's ready to play football on the field. But if I were, I, I'll never forget when I was back in Philadelphia when Buddy Ryan took over. When you know, it was what, what we call a voluntary, mandatory type of training camp. Now, what they do right now is you're only allowed to have so many mini camps. Mm-hmm. But what you can do is you can require the guys to be here in the off season mm-hmm. and dedicate their lives towards what their profession. You know, they're going to have a time when they are like me. I'm a retired professional football player i've got the time to make my decisions as to what i want to do but if you've got a job and somebody's paying you to do something they can say guess what guys what we're going to do in the off season we're going to try to get as many people here as we can i remember when i was in cleveland many people many of us stayed around and worked out together it's something about staying together i bet you if you research and find out the teams that have the majority of players that stay closer to the home team mm-hmm. When they stay in that city in the off season and they work out, you know, they, they, they build that camaraderie, but also that, that just feeling of knowing what a person's going to do, what your teammate's going to do on the field. When you're working with each other so many times, you know that. Yeah, but Buddy Ryan came into Philadelphia. We don't want to talk about Buddy. It's no, no, just, wait, what, it's wait, just wait. what happened. It's just it's what not, happened. It's yeah, not but, him. but he basically got the players together and worked together and he, it did, and Buddy came here and it failed. It failed miserably. I don't think it was Buddy. I I, I happened to say it was when Buddy was there. But what happened was we just decided as as players – that we were going to work out, we were going to dedicate ourselves to the off season. We we're going to spend more time. Well, we're going to work out. Yeah, we're going to lift weights. This is what you do for a living, and and you have to be prepared for the upcoming season, which is your job. So, like everybody else, goes to conferences. They get education, more education in their jobs and in their careers. It's the same thing with an NFL football player. There's no difference. You work out. You make sure you're in good health. You make sure that you know the plays. You know the playbook. You know all the stuff together. That's your job, and you get paid a lot of money to do it. And the fans want that to come back. As a winner, that's right, and I, you can believe right. that Ken, Ken is going to believe. <laughs> Ken is Ken is going to yeah, okay. believe that he's got a confident team. He's going to be confident in that team once that team shows to him and he's dedicated. Now, let me tell you something else: a coach's does what a coach will do. A coach, in his own mind, will make his own assessment as to who's serious about what they're doing and who's not, based upon okay, who's around in the off season. Who's here in town working out? That's exactly out? right. Who's working Who's out? Who's not right, here? Right. What are the players when I go down and I look in the weight right. room? Who do I see? Because he, but now listen, the coach doesn't have his summer home or his off-season home that he goes to when the season's over. Coach, uh, he, his, stays he stays here. He stays here. The coach just bought a home it's here in Chandler, it's, in South Chandler. It's year-round yeah. now. He's and they want to see the players. Yeah. They want you here. They want you working out. They want to make sure you're well, together. You know, and I think that's, I, you know, I just wanted to say that. Because if I'm sure if you just check around the league and the teams that do that, those are the teams that win. I, I do want to say a couple other things too because it's okay. about what's happening, uh, you know, at this owners' conference. You know, uh, as I, as I mentioned, you know, there were you know a couple GMs that were there, but there was a lot of media was there. You know, and what they do is they they invite you know I guess they got certain people in the media that they're more. So you were invited and I wasn't. Well, 
Well, I'll say we were there. We oh, okay. were there. We were there. I, okay. I represented, you know, you, the you show. You represented us. I represented the show. And I, I think I did a very good job. And my mm-hmm. wife was there with me. We had mm-hmm. a great time. We saw, but I told you I saw Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw a number of other uh, people that were there. Uh, what was interesting, though, the owners and the coaches and the GMs, they, they developed this camaraderie with one another. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it, it, it's, it's the kind of thing whereas, I often wonder what do they feel like when there was, you know, somebody that was there last year and he's not here now, you know, mm-hmm. because they, you know, people come and they like go. Like Denny Green. Yeah, Denny. Denny was probably there last year. Yeah, probably. He's not there this year, right. you know. And, so and they any come other coach who got fired in the NFL. Go. That's exactly right. right. So they're not there okay. anymore. So then what happens? And but what they do is they build these relationships. You know, the owners mm-hmm. build the relationships with the coaches. The coaches build the relationship with mm-hmm. other coaches. Mm-hmm. And as I said, they they talk about the draft like the John Thompson. Somebody interviewed John Thompson, who obviously. So is. So where are you going with all this? Well, I, I just what it? I want to tell you. Here's what I want to say. I want to say to you that they are constantly. Talking about football all the time. They're talking That's about football. Life. They're strategizing about football. What are we talking just, about? It, sport, it, it just spills over to what I'm saying about what they do. They, they have the intellectual capacity of which they share with each other. That's all they do. What do they, we do? They yeah, don't we play do the, the same game. Thing. They, we, okay. Yeah. So, but they don't play the game. Right. So the players. The players should be spending their time together, together as, as, a team, well, as well as a team. It's like an office, so like a company where people come to work every day and they play as a, they work as a team. Same. It's same important. Thing. I mean, one, one thing, we're running out of time, but I just want your opinion on this as a former NFL player with the Eagles and, of course, the uh, Cleveland Browns, Ray Ellis. Ray, spiking the ball in the field is going to draw penalties. The act is still allowed in the end zone, out of bounds. Owners put overtime decision on hold, pending more talks. Now, getting into this spiking the ball, I think that's fun when they do that. Well, here's the I thing it's about exciting. It. Well, you know, it's exciting, but what happens many times in football is – you talked about a person's job. You're paid to do certain things based upon what your position is. Mm-hmm. If you're a fullback or if you're a halfback and you run the ball and you get a first down and, you know, you had to run, you know, five yards and you ran six yards, but you ran somebody over and you fell forward for that sixth yard. And mm-hmm. so you got that first down. Yeah. You don't need to get up and spike the ball. If you no, no, ran, no, no, no. If you ran him over, you ran him over. Uh, uh, you su- yeah. expected to run him over. Right. I'm so just, why are you so excited? It's just a normal play. Yeah, it's a normal play. I'm just saying at the end when they hit the touchdown is when they should do that, not during the game. I think it. Uh, well, you said it, it was exciting. They, you, they no, can no, still no. do that. Part. No, at the Yeah, at the end, not during the game, though. Okay. I mean, well, not during the run if he goes five yards and, and falls so, forward. And okay, that's what that's, they're saying. That's what they're saying. Yeah, okay. that's what they're saying. They're okay. saying because people are making too much out of – it's just a normal play. You know what else they should, it should be a penalty for? What about when a guy catches a pass yeah. and jumps up, you know, yeah. and does this, like, you know, animated oh, thing? Animated like, with first the gun, down. First yeah. Down, first yeah. Down. Yeah. Yeah. That should, that should be a penalty more than spiking a ball. Well, I think it's more, you know, it's it's uh, you know, they're saying to the other team, hey, we're going to get you. We're going to get you. And it's just, uh, you know, this uh, antagonistic. Uh, um, it's taunting. Yeah, you know, it's taunting, it's, antagonistic. Not, it's, uh, it's arrogancy. Uh, but then the fans get, uh, get get excited about that. Well, you know, again, and what what will happen is, you know, they're not going to uh, – curtail too much mm-hmm. of the animated stuff because if you whenever you look at a promotion of an NFL game mm-hmm. that's how they promote their games right the, those little With those little actions, added things a, that, that a, the attitude, guys attitude. yeah that they bring to it you know right. it makes you know it's not like baseball you know right. after a guy hits a home run what do they do they give each other high yeah, five you know low what? five jump we're, up you know yeah. we're running out of time here but you know what one thing and we'll take this up next week uh, one of the things that really pisses me off about the, the game is when the score is 45 to 3 and the team's going down the field. There's uh, two minutes left in the game, or a minute and a half in the game, and it's 45 to three. The team's going down the field with the three points and is pulling timeouts. 
that really upsets me. You know, they're not going to win the game. Why? Why not just blow the game? It's over. I mean, it's done. Well, what what could happen is what uh, could happen? How are they going to win it? With the league could left? step in, and the league could say that just like they say that you know the instant replay, it has to come up from upstairs after a certain amount of time. Right. The league could say in the event that a game is you have no chance and no you stand chance. no chance right. of winning, you can't call in other words, timeouts. In other words, if it's 14 to 12, yes. If it's tw- uh, 37 to 14, no. If, yeah, if, 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 if it's they, not humanly possible to not, win you, a game, right. then you can't do well, it. Well, you had you had 60 minutes and you still didn't win the game. Anyway, we're they're telling us that we're finished. We could go. No, on we're not finished. We're not finished yet. We oh, yes, we are. Finished. There we are. We're the, finished. The producer just said it. Okay, we're finished. But no. guess what? No, we'll right. be back next week. <laughs> okay, we will. And so for all of those out there who listening tune in next week i'm ray ellis i'm your host and i've got my co-host the number one co-host in the world that's right fan man fan man and we'll see you next week have a nice week the best time thank you Thank you for spending this hour with Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. We hope that you have enjoyed today's conversation. For more information and to write Ray, visit www.rayellissports.com. And be sure to join us next Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network.